Welcome to the With Counseling Podcast. I'm JJ Blanford, therapist and founder of With Counseling. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss what is mental health? It seems like a really basic question, I think, right? Like, but I guess everybody throws around these words, mental health, and talking about so many different aspects of life. And I think, I feel like it's kind of assumed that everybody is on the same page about what that means, but I'm not sure that everybody's on the same page about what that means. So like, how do we approach just talking about what, how to describe mental health? Well, I think we got to this place because we realized maybe we don't even see mental health or wouldn't explain it in the same way, which like, of course is normal, but also maybe other people would explain it in different ways. So I actually Googled what is mental health because, because that is why we have the Google. And the CDC defines it as mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood, adolescence, through adulthood. I mean, I feel like the CDC, even there, is saying, like, mental health is everything. All the things. <laughs> You're right. Like, well, and so, I mean, really, when I read that, that's kind of how I would describe it. It's this kind of umbrella for how are you feeling? How are your interactions with people? And so... I think that's where it gets confusing because I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me, but that's probably not how I would have defined it myself. Yeah. And I think defining it sort of as everything is also not helpful in a lot of ways because like, how do I even like process what that means? Or, you know, how do I go about even knowing if myself or somebody in my sphere is in that place if it means everything, I guess. You know, like, I guess physical health means, right, my body's functioning in, like, a pretty normal way, and I can generally feel when things are out of whack, but I don't know. Mental health just seems like such a broader category than that. Well, so I would push back on that of even we think we know when our bodies are healthy, And so often we don't. And I think the reality is that is mental health because it encompasses so like really all the parts of who we are. I don't know that any of us always have our mental health totally perfect because there's likely a part of us that is off kilter. And so I think for me, when I think about mental health, it's how are all of those pieces working together to move me to he- towards healing and wholeness? Or how are those pieces so dysfunctional together that they're messing up my emotions, my relationship, my work, my life, like all of it? So, I mean, you'd say it's pretty easy to sort of be off kilter and like, I mean, so is our mental health struggling if like we struggle in any relationship or we're just kind of feeling down or all of the above, you know? Yeah. I think the reality is we can't know what that means Mm. because I could have strain in a relationship in my life that other people might look at and think that's not that significant. But to me, how I'm internalizing that experience 
is impacting my sleep, my appetite, my thought life, my other relationships. And so I think what's hard is we, I think because mental health encompasses so much, we're really quick to make assumptions about other people's mental health. And it's way easier to make assumption about other people's mental health than look at, like reflect on where am I emotionally, psychologically, physically. I think it's really confusing. Yeah, I do. And this was something I was trying to articulate to you earlier. I felt like I wasn't doing a good job of that. I'm like very much more aware of other people's mental health or my perception of their mental health than I am of my own perception. You know, like I'm around somebody that's maybe a little awkward or says something a little weird or like, you know, just is is uncomfortable to be around. You're like, "Uh," you know, are we not mentally healthy all the way or something? So maybe maybe here's what it is. Maybe the term has been thrown around or in our culture is being thrown around in such a flippant way that we use it in so many contexts that maybe aren't always even appropriate for that context. I mean, I think that so many mental health, psychological health terms, you know, someone has mood swings. We refer to them as bipolar we, you know, the weather changes, people refer to that as bipolar, and it takes away the weight of what that actually is. That is a very significant diagnosis that we then equate to changing weather. And so I think mental health could definitely be in a category of it's hard if we maybe haven't experienced someone who has been in a mental health crisis or walked with someone when their mental health was really, really unwell that was impacting the entirety of their life, we don't understand the gravity of what mental health is mm. and all that it encompasses. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do like from your time in the hospital and, and your work and some of the... You my, know, my work at the hospital. Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> from your time in the hospital. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> From your time working in the hospital and some of the stories that you've told me, I definitely know that I have not been around people who are experiencing like psychotic breaks, like real mental, like urgent mental health things. But I also feel like that mental health can't also get just put into that category, right? Because then unless something is like urgent and like falling apart, we'll never go see a therapist, right? So so there's a danger in like making mental health seem very extreme, but there's also a, a real danger in making it too benign, right? Absolutely. Like even when you were saying that, I was like, and I know because of my lived experience that I have seen like the far end of the spectrum of that. And so I think it's to me, it's one of those places that just comes back to like normalizing being unwell. In a good way. Is that what you're saying? Like normalizing being unwell as a, a way of seeking uh, seeking help or normalizing yes, I, being unwell in a way of like, yeah, is, you're just going to be unwell and that's No, fine. I, I think we, we anticipate or we think the only time to go to therapy is when we are, the wheels have fallen off. Right, okay. And I am a firm believer. I say all the time, I think all people should go to therapy. And I think so often if we could do the work 
earlier, when there's starting to be a shift in relationship, when we're starting to think like, my thoughts are more depressive, my thoughts are more racing, my thoughts are jumbled and I can't think straight. If we started seeking mental health treatment at those points, maybe it would help more people not get to that crisis place. And and I think the reality of uh, of the work that I do is people, there will always be people who unfortunately get to the place of crisis. Um, and that is really hard. And that is a lot of people's reality. And I think because we don't normalize that like mental health can be challenging, we don't give people permission to seek help when they're just a little off or they're feeling a bit wonky. And so I think sometimes we even question, um, I mean, I've talked about in other places on other podcasts about my own journey of like finding a therapist and going to therapy and talking about multiple life changes with a, a therapist as I cried through the whole session. And she looked at me at the end and said, I think you're doing okay. I'm not sure why you're here. And feeling like, oh my gosh, there's like, I just spelled out three different reasons that each individually would be plenty to bring me to therapy. And yet I've got all these things going on at the same time. And for this clinician, that didn't warrant treatment. And so I think even, you know, sometimes therapists aren't even attuned to, are aware enough that just because someone comes to to me and has an issue that if maybe I feel I was experiencing, I might not need therapy. It doesn't mean that that person doesn't need therapy to address that issue. We have to understand that we all have different lived experiences. We all have, you know, different support systems and family histories and medical things. And so if we could just normalize that most of us in our lifetime at some point are going to need support in our mental psychological help. We don't judge people when they go to the doctor because they have an ailment. And yet we have these emotional, psychological ailments, if you will, that we refuse to get treatment for. And so I mean, I think we just have to normalize therapy. Yeah, and I think even more to that point, we also don't judge people when they go see a trainer, right? <laughs> Who is getting them in shape physically in order to stave off sort of more urgent needs from, from a doctor, right? And a mental health professional can be that sort of trainer, right? Just sort of like making sure there's a, a checkup and like that things are, are functioning properly and that you have space to talk about maybe things that you know, might need a little bit of a checkup and, or might need a little bit more of training on, mm-hmm. on how to cope mm-hmm. with certain things or, or yeah. whatever. Right. And I, I just think kind of in that same thought, we're never sad that we got additional support. Mm. You know, I think none of us look around and think like, you know what? I am just rich in support. I need to like get rid of some of this. Um, and I think therapy is just another tool in your toolbox. It's another place to find support from someone who hopefully is unbiased and is giving you a safe space to process things. And um, I think seeking support is always valuable and is really important. 
So what would our takeaway be then as we kind of like, I don't know, had a conversation and kind of talked about some of these things? I mean, like, what would, what would our takeaway be in that, like, we need to talk about mental health differently or just we, we don't understand mental health that well in general or? For me, I think there's a couple takeaways. I think the first is just acknowledging the reality that at some point in your life, you could benefit from therapy. It may not be today. And just being open to the idea that life could hand you something that you might need therapeutic support. I think that is incredibly important. Hmm. I think for me, if I was getting to pick, you know, the rules, the second thing would be kind of a willingness to evaluate our own mental health, as you talked about earlier, kind of that we are so quick to make assumptions about where other people are and how other people are struggling. I think some of us, if we spent that kind of energy and attention focusing on ourselves and what we need, we might be quicker to seek that support. Or it might lead us to a place of what is it about seeking therapy, getting that extra support, talking with an expert who deals with this thing I'm struggling with. Why is it that I'm unwilling to pursue that avenue of support? Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. That's uh, that's good stuff. And I think a lot for us to kind of consider and, and think about there for sure. It's good. We are delighted that you joined us for today's conversation. If you would like to continue this conversation, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Counseling With, or send me an email on my website, counselingwith.com. We hope that today's conversation gives you space to consider where your mental health is and if you could benefit from additional therapeutic support.